the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Welcome to Always Right Radio with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Oh, we're number two underway now. Always Right Radio on AM 1420, The Answer, and online at alwaysright.us. Alwaysright.us. Check out the top stories of the day. They are all over the place. Uh, check out the uh, 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 featured guest today. I've got uh, Joe Concha coming up at 1035. You'll find a link to his new book there, Come On, Man, and also to his most recent article as well for The Hill. He writes for The Hill. And I want you to check that out because... Um, uh, it's interesting. It's uh, why is the media still fixated, fixated on the president, not the current one, the last one? Uh, the headline for, for uh, Joe Conscious piece is for journalists. Trump continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. And it's not necessarily overtly critical of Trump, but Trump is doing a lot of things to draw a lot of attention, and the media cannot get enough of him. Meanwhile, they, they've got a guy presiding over catastrophes at the border, in your pocketbook, uh, in the stock market. In the military, <laughs> uh, at the gas station, we got catastrophes everywhere in the schools, in the uh, school board meetings, and uh, and nobody's paying attention. You got a guy who's the lowest rated president in his first term in the history of polling, and they're still just fixated on Trump, which of course is going to go Trump into running, which I think is what they want to do, because they think that that disaster would cost. And they also think, by the way, that Trump is the figurehead or the face, if you will, of these midterm elections, figuring if they can continue to embarrass Trump or embarrass Republicans by covering Trump's behavior, statements, etc., that it will hurt the Republicans in the midterms in November. So, Joe Concha at 1035, I welcome you now at 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. Now, before we continue... Uh, I want to take this call because we just got a call in the last segment uh, from somebody who said he's very frustrated with the Calgary County GOP, saying he wants to help and uh, he calls. He's trying to get information about who they're backing, who's on the slate, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, he said he's not getting any responses, not uh, getting phone calls answered, much less messages returned. And I said, I know they're working very hard over there. I know they are. I said, um, I'll try to reach out, and I'll send it up the ladder a little bit. I didn't have to send it very far because they were listening. Uh, I want to bring in Doris Peters now. She is on the executive committee of the Cuyahoga County Republican Party, and she dialed our number as soon as she heard the frustrations of the caller uh, with getting in touch with the CCGOP. Uh, Doris, thank you for calling. How are you this morning? I'm good, Bob. I just wanted to give out some information we have a new Victory Center here in Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in a small storefront, and the address is 8113 Broadview Road in Broadview Heights. 
and that's where people can pick up yard signs and get their questions answered about who we're endorsing. That's great to know. Uh, now, of course, the follow-up to that would be, do people have to go out there to to have their questions answered? Is there a phone number that somebody can call that's being manned that might be able to uh, be answered? Well, the last time I talked with the gentleman who's in the office, he was having a problem with Spectrum, and the Spectrum repairman was coming out and saying everything's fine, but everything's not fine with their phones there, with with spectrum so they are working on it very hard and they're very conscientious about getting back with people what about email just as a third option if somebody's got some you know because i i don't mean to be dissuading anybody from going out there to broadview road at the address that you just gave certainly that's great but for those who can't or maybe don't have time to but they still want to inquire is there maybe an email address um yes there is an email address um, if you don't have it immediately right now, maybe uh, yeah. when we hang up, uh, when we hang up on our call, if you find it, call us back and just tell Marianne off the air, and uh, and we'll give it out so people know. Because you know, I love the okay. fact that the caller yeah. wanted to help and wanted to know where you get signs, where we can get the list of candidates that you're backing, and so on and so forth. It's great, and I I sense the frustration in his voice, and I've heard it from others as well. And I know you guys are working hard over there too. So I think there's a communication issue. So we want to try to marry the two together. You know, want to try to bring uh, people who want to volunteer and people want to help uh you know post signs and so forth we want to make sure that they can reach you guys so uh yeah the the email address would be info at cuyahoga county gop.com now is that all spelled out cuyahoga county yes okay so info at Kaya, I'm writing it down as I speak just so I can share with other people. cuyahoga county boy that's a mouthful to type out cuyahoga county gop.com right Okay, got it. Good. Okay, well, you know, that way if the phones aren't working because of Spectrum or whatever the case might be, maybe there's another way people can get a hold. Uh, so to the caller who called earlier, they can uh, maybe uh, email info at Cuyahoga County, GOP.com, and maybe get some answers there, in addition to the Victory Center there at 8113 Broadview, right? Right. It's in a small storefront right next to the gas station at the corner of Broadview Road and Wallings Road. Mm-hmm. and someone's there from 10 a.m. in the morning till about 3 in the afternoon. Good information. Good information. All right. Well, listen, Monday Doris, Friday, I Doris, I'm glad you called to give me those, uh, you know, that, those, that information. Do you also feel like maybe telling me how you feel the campaign is going or the campaigns, how you feel as a party about the direction of the uh, races that you're, you're running uh, in, uh, uh, you know, in this late stretch of the campaign season now? Oh, we're very encouraged. Um, We just had Nan Baker's pancake breakfast yesterday, Mm -hmm. and all the statewide candidates came in. Chairman Bob Paduchik is in town today for a fundraiser for our Supreme Court justice candidates. Uh, We're very encouraged. We have many people knocking on doors, making phone calls. Of course, we'd always like to have more volunteers to help out. But I live in Parma. My husband and I are going to be walking in Parma. Parma's the biggest suburb, so and and Parma went for Trump twice in 16 and 20. So we are very encouraged 
about this upcoming election. But we always need more volunteers. You know that, Bob. Of course. Yeah, and which is why I wanted to, you know, I told the caller that I would reach out to you guys, and I really appreciate you beating me to it and calling me because I would try to pass that information on to anybody who wants to volunteer. You're right. You cannot have enough of them, uh, particularly in a county like, you know, Cuyahoga. You're you're outnumbered. Right. You know, you're out, it's just reality. Right. You're outnumbered. Maybe not in every suburb, but overall, because of Cleveland, you're outnumbered in a big way, and you need as many volunteers willing to put in as much work as possible. So I'm I'm kind of glad to, to get that information out there. Now, you said Bob Paduchik is in town. Now, he's not with you right now. Is he by any chance? Uh, no, but I'm going to be meeting with him at 2.30 this afternoon. Would you please ask him to give me a call? We have been trying to reach him for many months now, going back to the primaries, going back to the um, ORP's vote for endorsements and so forth. There's been a lot of things going on. We've been looking for answers from Bob Paduchik, and we haven't been able to connect with him at all. So if you're going to okay. be with him today, if you you obviously have our number, and uh, in fact... I'll give you my cell number um, when when I put you on hold here. Mary Ann can go and give that to you. Pass that directly to Chairman Paduchik and see if he'd give me a call because we've got lots and lots of questions for him, okay? Okay, sure, Bob. Right. Doris, thank you so much. I appreciate the work you're doing, and I appreciate you calling in to kind of answer the uh, uh, concerns of some who do want to volunteer but can't quite seem to figure out where to go. So I'll pass this information out as often as I can. Thanks a lot, Bob. Thank you, Doris. That's Doris Peters. She's on the executive committee of the uh, Calgary County Republican Party. And that's awesome. So you heard her. The Victory Center's at 8113 Broadview Road. You want to pick up in Broadview Heights. You want to pick up signs. You want to, uh, uh, you know, volunteer in any way, shape, or form. They're manning that station from the center from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then you can also email info at CuyahogaCountyGOP.com. So there you go. That's uh, uh, that's that's very helpful, and I love it. Bob Paduchik is in town, so Bob, if you got the radio on, where it is, wherever it is, you may be going. You're going to meet with Doris today. Um, maybe your team is there. We've been leaving messages, man. We've been texting, we've been calling, we've been emailing. We can't seem to get you on the phone for some strange reason. We got lots of questions about the ORP and about the state central committee results and about the new vote for the new um, uh, uh, party leaders uh, at the ORP. So, man, my goodness gracious, about the governor's race. We've been trying so hard to get you. It must be just a lack of communication, you know, just just somehow 1,800 messages just got misplaced, I suppose. But, hey, if you're around, we'd love to hear from you. Seriously. 216-901-0945. I'll bump you to the top of the list. If you call during Joe Concha, Bob Paduchik, I'd take your call. I'll, I'll bump Joe. I'm sure Joe will get over it. But, you know, hey, you're the leader of the ORP right now. I'd love to have you. 216-901-0945. You call us. Uh, and uh, like I said, um, if you would, uh, Doris, go ahead and give uh, Chairman Paduchik my personal cell number, and I'll talk to him off the air and set it up. All right, it's 1018. Let me get uh, Rich in Akron on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Rich. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Morning. Good morning, Rich. Hey, uh, just wanted to let you know, I, I just got back from uh, Fort Myers Beach on Saturday evening. And <clears throat> I haven't been through a hurricane before, but I can tell you that I was impressed with the response. So I, I was really surprised how early into the process that the some of the media down there started working him over already about his lack of preparedness. I saw that. Um, I can tell you four or five days before the event, he was on at least four or five times a day. And I remember his first press conference, 
he had already had 26,000 personnel staged and ready to go. And that was when the storm was supposed to hit up around Tampa. Mm -hmm. Now, I did learn over the whole process that the forecasting center, you can't really rely on them too much. Yeah, hurricanes are unpredictable as far as where they're going to go, where they're going to hit, where the most need is going to be. But I'm with you. I heard the same thing. In fact, I saw one of the press conferences he did, and I think the number I had heard was at that point, and this was like Wednesday maybe, that they had 33,000 linemen, specifically linemen, there to restore power almost as fast as it's knocked out. As soon as the storm clears through, they're going to be up and restoring power. Uh, that's that's preparedness, uh, you know, and that's just one element, of course, restoring power. It's probably the primary one. But as far as rescue, as far as uh, um, uh, necessities, uh, you know, for, for living, as far as essentials that people are going to need when their businesses and their homes are blown away or they're uninhabitable, all of these things, they had just such an enormous preparation period before the storm ever touched land. And uh, like you said, they didn't know exactly. The forecasts were, you know, a, a little bit off in terms of where it was going to strike land. But it was certainly going to hit in his state, and his preparedness, I think, was second to none. Uh, and, yep. and and you're right. I think they had an axe to grind. There were some people who were sent down there to say, "Hey, let's use this as a way to take some, uh, you know, to 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 take some of the luster away from the proud Republican Ron DeSantis here. Let's let's say he's not prepared for leadership in an emergency, and that's what they well, tried to I do. Well, I think I think that, like I said, I don't know what preparation is for a hurricane. I don't want to live through another one, but. Um, I can tell you this. There had to be over, by the time this thing had it went through and started heading north, when we were, of course, we had to drive up. They tried to route us through Charlotte to get home, and we knew Charlotte was going to get struck at that point in time. So we said, hell with this. We're just going to drive. But anyway, uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emergency vehicles heading, heading uh, starting in Tampa south. Um, Army, utilities, generators, backhoes, front loaders, just about anything you could imagine. It, it was just unbelievable, the armada of vehicles we saw all the way up into uh, Tennessee, heading south. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm proud to hear that. I really am, Rich, and I'm, and I'm glad you and everybody you were there with got out safely as well, and, uh, and I'm really glad to hear firsthand you know, accounts of the preparedness that they had down there, because I knew there was an intent to politicize this, as I started the show with, all kinds of attempts to politicize this when it comes to recovery, when it comes to assistance, uh, and so forth. So uh, they're doing a really good job of trying to take Ron DeSantis down and take him apart, and I think he, uh, and it was obviously very visible and obvious to you and other observers, um, he's not having it. He was ready, and he's telling everybody we're ready before it ever even hit. So, uh, you know, it would be a lot worse if they had had, uh, you know, a different person in charge of the preparation and the response to that. So, nah, uh, No question. Rich, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Thanks for the info mm-hmm. firsthand. God bless. Mm-hmm. All right. There's Rich in Akron uh, joining us. It's 1022. Hey, quick time out here, but don't forget about the Battleground Tour. The Battleground Talkers Tour is coming up on the 22nd, so we're, what, now 19 days away. Tickets are a-flying, and it's pretty easy to make them fly. 
when they're already paid for. That's right. Your ticket is covered. All you've got to do is claim it, and people are claiming them very, very fast. Now, remember, it's a first-come, first-served situation, so you've got to get involved now. Go ahead and log on to whkradio.com, whkradio.com. Click on the Battleground Talkers Tour banner at the top. You'll see the faces of Brandon Tatum, Eric Metaxas, Hugh Hewitt, Peter Kersenow, and unfortunately, mine as well. And uh, we'll all be on that stage. We'll be rallying together to save this nation. This election, and I know we've covered this in some, some depth, is once again the most important election of our lifetimes. We cannot and will not survive two more years of unfettered Democrat control. It just will not happen. We must stop it, and we've got to rally together now. If you care, you'll rally with us on the 22nd, and you'll carry that energy and that momentum all the way through to November 8th. Get your tickets now. They are covered. The only thing you'll pay for is parking. Uh, they're covered at uh, whkradio.com, whkradio.com. Right back. All right, hey, friends, Bob France here once again for the glorious Floor King. My goodness. You know, I've been partnering with the Floor King for, I want to say, over just a little over 13 years now on Cleveland Radio. The eight years that I've been doing radio here, five years before that, and the reason they followed me is the same reason I stay with them, because we really appreciate and respect what the other does, and the Floor King does it right. The Floor King, well, here's an example, and I've been telling you about this for a while now, but it's really important to repeat. They knew what the Biden administration was going to bring with it. They knew that Biden's spending was going to lead to rampant inflation and prices people could not afford. If you cannot afford the product, you can't afford to have the product installed. So what they did is they bought a ton of the product in advance before the inflationary pricing took over. They got it at the lowest rates. Then when it went up everywhere else, it didn't go up at the floor king. So they've got a warehouse filled with carpeting and tile and laminate and hardwood. It's all available to you at the very best pre-inflationary pricing. Now, Here's the best part. Well, not the best part. Here's another part. How about that? They also know you're getting killed at the pump. We all are. Again, it's just another thing that we saw coming, and, and, and so did the floor king, uh, Bidenomics. And so what they're doing is they're helping out there as well. You'll get a $100 gas card with each new flooring purchase. 100 bucks in your tank with each new flooring purchase. Call to learn more about that at 216-640-5000. Then schedule a free in-home estimate, 216-640-5000. The best pre-inflationary prices, $100 gas card, and you get the flooring products installed the way you wanted. 216-640-5000. When you think flooring, think Floor King. Whatever tomorrow brings. We've got a better chance of survival if we work together. Together on Always Right. We stay together, we survive. With Bob Franz on AM 1420, The Answer. Look, John's last-minute economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? Representative, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here to help make this a reality. Come on, man. I shouldn't laugh because he's the leader of our country. He's the leader of the free world. 
But if you don't laugh at it, you're literally just going to slit your wrists. And I don't mean to make light of that either, but my goodness gracious. The uh, title of the book could not be more apropos. Come on, man. And, of course, the author is uh, Joe Conchie. We've been telling you about Joe, Fox News contributor, uh, 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 reporter and writer for The Hill. Come on, man. The truth about Joe Biden's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad presidency can be summarized just in a gaff reel that I think we would, again, kind of all have to laugh uh, at just to save ourselves. Joe joins us now to talk about it on Always Right Radio, AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I think the laughing part is a is a valid point, and obviously there is so much material to work with with this book. Uh, that the back of it alone uh, is filled with uh, actually quotes from from Joe Biden. One I particularly enjoyed was, "If I had intended to cheat, would I have been so stupid? I value my word above all else." Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. But but here's the thing, though. When when Joe Biden was a vice president. That was a symbolic position for the most part. He really didn't have any power. And when he was a senator, he was one of a hundred guys in one chamber. Now, the not-so-funny part is, he is the leader of the free world and of this country, of course, and now you see in real time the decisions that he is making, which have always been bad. Forget take age out of it and, and cognitive ability. Joe Biden has always underperformed and failed upwards. And, and now we see it with, hey, how do we lower inflation? Let's spend trillions more and call it the Inflation Reduction Act with any kid with a the lemonade stand knows that's not how you lower inflation. Let's open the borders. Let, let's, let's allow criminals back out into the street over and over again through cashless bail. We see now Joe Biden with power, and it's no longer funny. It's scary. Yeah, it is all of those things. But you know what? Um, I have a hard time between just the terrible decision making that he made before, you know, dementia and cognitive abilities started becoming questioned and all. But, but, but we really do have to focus on that now. When you see a guy looking around for a person he knows is deceased and he totally forgot is deceased. Uh, and then, of course, the explanation. And this makes it worse. Kareem Jean-Pierre could have easily just said, you know what, he had a moment, everybody has him, everybody in this room has done something like that, come on, give him a break, he's sorry. It would have been over. But no, top of mind, he knows what she did, and it was so important to him, he felt like recognizing her. But you know what, you don't look around for people that you're just recognizing for the work that they've done in the past. Yeah, if you're the kid in the sixth sense who can see dead people, all right, that's one thing. Uh, (laughs) But in this case, Bob, you're exactly right about the press secretary. She, she could have just said, what I would have said was, look, there's 538 people in Congress. Uh, the president was reading from a list of people who were involved in this bipartisan bill that, that passed. It shouldn't have been written down on that paper. Uh, and, and the president, uh, you know, apologizes. Obviously, it was a mistake. And not, uh, you wouldn't have heard a peep out of anybody after that. Uh, but instead, she tries to sell it on the fact that, oh, well, you know, she was top of mind, and that's what he, she was thinking of. He was thinking of at the time. And if this was a one-off, even, then I would say, all right, well, you know, you're a public figure. You're going to screw up when you're uh, publicly speaking, and every word you say is scrutinized. But this happens with this guy over and over again. And, and sometimes it's intentional lying. In this case, it's a gap. But remember when he said that he got arrested in South Africa, Bob, because uh, oh, he was trying to see Nelson Mandela? <laughs> Of course he wasn't arrested. Uh, but, but I think the best chapter in the book, and, and come on, man, by far, is the Corn Pop episode. And I'm not sure. Uh, do you know the details behind that, Bob? I do. I do. I, I've heard it several times. It's been a little while now, so if you want to uh, re- remind people, go ahead. Okay, great. So uh, at 19, Joe Biden goes to work at a pool that's in a predominantly black community. And then he has the audacity to say in his book that, oh, I did it because I wanted to get to know the black community better, which, you know, no 19-year-old thinks that way when they're thinking about, I want to go lifeguard somewhere. But regardless, he goes to lifeguard at this pool, and it's Wilmington, so it's not exactly Watts or Chicago. Uh, you know, it's Wilmington, therefore they have a gang called the Romans, and their leader 
literally is named Corn Pop. Okay, I mean, that's, that's the nickname that he goes by anyway. Not exactly intimidating. Sounds like a cereal, <laughs> but fine. <laughs> I'm, he's, picturing he's a cartoon. I'm picturing a cartoon when you talk about a cereal box. But anyway, Pretty much. Yeah. But he is a real. He was a real person. He died in 2016. And the way Joe Biden tells the story is that Corn Pop got up onto a diving board, and all of his gang members were playing like sharks and minnows and and Marco Polo in the pool. And but but Corn Pop makes the mistake of not wearing a bathing cap, which in Joe Biden's world is a very very bad thing at the time. So he goes from being David Hasselhoff to Clint Eastwood and starts screaming at Corn Pop. And he says, what are you doing? You don't have a bathing cap on. Who do you think you are? Esther Williams. Esther Williams apparently was a female swimmer, a big deal at the time. And he just completely humiliates this gang leader in front of all the other gang members. So, of course, when he gets off work, they're waiting for him in the parking lot with, with long razors. Basically, they're, they're going to shiv him. And, and, and Joe Biden, the one we know now at almost 80 years old, uh, that, that would have been the end of him at 19. So Biden, thinking fast, decides to get that thing that separates the low end from the deep end, walks out there, goes right up to Corn Pop and says, I will not apologize for uh, telling you to put on the proper swimwear, but I will apologize for calling you Esther Williams. And then Corn Pop looks him up and down. Again, this is all according to Biden, and says, okay, we're good, and walks away. If you believe that happened, then there's something seriously wrong with you, Bob. Well, if you believe that happened, you believe the border is secure. Uh, and if right. you believe that happened, Ketanji Brown-Jackson actually does know what a woman is without being a biologist. Listen, there, I, <laughs> I want to bring this current, Joe, because uh, and those stories are amazing, and, and people need to read the book to hear more and more of those, just to, for, the, sure. for the humor of it all. But let's, let's talk about where we are at the moment. Uh, you know, I, we, I just talked about Karine Jean-Pierre, who was hired because she's gay and she's black. They made that announcement. This is it. It's a histor- historical thing. They hired, uh, he chose um, uh, Kamala Harris because she's a female and she's black. Right. And then he chose Ketanji Brown-Jackson because he promised he was going to choose a, a Supreme Court nominee who was a female and black. He has right. just done diversity hires. He has done, he has put more stock into making, as they like to say it, his administration look more like the country than qualifications. And now all of those, all all of them are biting him right right where, I mean, at the time, he's looking for Jackie, a dead woman at the podium. Kamala Harris is in the DMZ looking through binoculars at a line that's 50 meters away and saying, why? You can almost see with your own eyes. And then oh. saying, we have an alliance with North Korea. North Korea. The people yeah. he's chosen, Joe, have just been so extraordinarily ignorant and embarrassing, it, it makes his untenable situation even worse. All great points. I have an entire chapter in Come On, Man, Bob, about all the president's men and women and all the people that surround him. At least with Ronald Reagan, towards the end of his second term, when you could see that he was starting to go mentally, you were assured that there were very capable people helping him run the country. In this case, let's look at Pete Buttigieg, for example, You know, another hire, as you described, uh, that checks off some boxes. The guy who was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Right, that had exactly one train station, a very small airport, a little bus depot, is now running the Department of Transportation, a $100 billion budget, 58,000 employees. The guy couldn't fix a pothole in a small town in Indiana. That was literally his nickname. And now he's running the supply chain, and we wonder why we have a supply chain crisis. And as you mentioned, the border. I mean, you would think that a president whose son has had his own demons uh, with drug abuse would care a little bit about the fentanyl crisis that's going on in this country as a result of that open border. Remember, fentanyl, manufactured in China, comes through Mexico and then to communities throughout this country. 300 people a day are dying on average because of these overdoses. It's like a plane crashing every day, and he refuses to talk about it or do anything about it. And his the DHS secretary, also completely incompetent as well. So that's, that's what we're talking about here. We have people surrounding this president that don't know what they're doing because they were never qualified to do it in the first place, and that's why we are where we are. 
Joe Concha is my guest. Joe, I know you've only got another minute here because you've got another hit with Fox, but I'm going to ask you about this from uh, Lisa Booth. You know, we we can talk about the bad decisions he made in uh, in the Senate, bad decisions as vice president and, and his dementia yep. now, but Lisa Booth, another Fox contributor like you, said last month in a video that I thought was tremendous and it went viral, one of the biggest lies we were ever told is that Joe Biden is a good man. He's a terrible president and an even worse human being. A lot of That's people feel thing, unthreatened right? by Uncle Joe. How do you respond to that? Well, you know, two things we were sold on. He's a moderate. No, he's not, because he's expanding government and is spending at a rate that is anything but moderate. Uh, but also, he's a unifier, right? He's a good person who will heal the country. And instead, he has called 74 million people who voted for Donald Trump semi-fascist, which I, I don't quite get that. It was like the Diet Coke of fascism. I mean, you're either a fascist or you're not. But he calls them semi-fascist, compares them to Nazis, and he, he expects that to unify the country. Of course not. This is a bad person. And we don't know if he's compromised by China or Ukraine or Russia because his son's dealings. We'll find out when the GOP takes back the House and those hearings start. But yeah, to, to summarize the book, this is not the second coming of George Washington. It's more the second coming of an evil version of George Costanza. Bob, thanks Joe, for having me, man. I appreciate you got it. it. Thank you, Joe. Go to your hit with Fox. That's Joe Concha. His, uh, he's a Fox News contributor, and they need him. <laughs> Come on, man. And they need him over there on Fox right now. So we're going to let him loose. The book is Come On, Man. The truth about Joe Biden's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad presidency. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I'm amazed that he wrote this with Biden just a year and a half in. The reason he probably didn't wait until the end of the term is because the book would be the length of war and peace. Uh, right? <laughs> I mean, the material that you have from just a year in, and I know we went back to some of his other, uh, uh, you know, some of his past, but, but if you wrote a book about all of the things that went wrong in the Biden presidency at the end of his presidency, it would be the length of war and peace, honestly. Or at least the Bible. All right, 1044. We'll take a time out here. We'll open up the phone lines again at 216-901-0945. Got some news this morning from Larry Elder. Some very sad news, and I'm going to share that with you next. Stay here. Always Right Radio, AM 1420, The Answer. Cool.com. Dennis Prager worries what Putin will do. So we have a problem, though. Putin, for his own survival, can't lose. So what, what will he do in order to win? In that sense, the Ukrainians might lose if they win, and they might lose if they lose. It's a very difficult dilemma. But you got to salute the Ukrainians. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1420. The Answer. And Odyssey. Help you understand who the Vice President is. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank. Always right with Bob France. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I on AM 1420, The Answer. Well, as long as we're there. So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response 
were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. May God have mercy on this country is probably a little more accurate there. Okay, 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. Those are the phone numbers to join us. We welcome your phone calls. We're guest-free the rest of the way. So anything that you want to hit on that we have talked about today or things that we have not yet reached, you may choose. We'll make it a free-for-all rest of the way. Uh, we're going to go to Lakewood. Keith uh, is on, and I think this is Keith Davey. Is this Keith Davey? Yes, it is. How are hey, you doing, Bob? I'm great, Keith. How are you, sir? I did get your text message during one of the breaks, so I'm glad you called. Great. Well, thank you for calling. And of course, you know, I just, you know, our sympathies go out to Larry Elder. He's a good man, and uh, we'll keep his family in prayer. And we know his brother's in a better place. So, absolutely. Um, thanks for letting us know that. So, anyway, I just wanted to call Bob, and uh, uh, you know, I was listening to the show or I listen to it every day, and um, so um, you know. Charles Barrett and I, and you've spoke at our club, and you're going to speak with us again very soon. Um, we have a Lakewood West Park conservative club. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charles and I have a stash of all the GOP signs in our garages. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Victory Center is down in Broadview Heights. So it's quite a ride for, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially from the west side of Cleveland and Lakewood. So we are uh, actively taking calls. Uh, I'll give you my number and email before I go. Um, if anybody needs signs, especially like Lakewood, West Park, the west side of Cleveland, we'll be glad to field the calls, get them signs. We've been delivering signs here the last couple of weeks, and we've got to get name recognition out. I mean, when I'm working, and by the way, just a uh, free uh, advertisement, I am running for state representative in Ohio House District 13, um, which is Lakewood, West Park, and the west side of Cleveland. And as I'm out there, Bob, I'm seeing a lot of our name signs and the Democrats are really mounted offensive again. We've got to get our name out there. We've got to get Weingart signs out there um, and all the candidates. So I would ask, please, anybody that's listening that needs a sign, if you don't want to drive down to Broadview Heights, call me, 440-320-6019. Again, it's 440-320-6019. Or my email is kd44107 at yahoo.com. Uh, Charles and I will be glad to get signs out as soon as we can, leave a message. We need your help on the West Side tremendously. And uh, so please give me a call. And, uh, Bob, you're speaking at our group on October 19th. I'd just like to put a plug out for that. Um, you've been so gracious to us, and uh, you've been the voice of the conservative movement in, in this in this area, and I just do appreciate it. So well, we hope it, to see everybody on October 19th. Yeah, that part is my pleasure, and I will absolutely uh, look forward to that on the 19th. But before you go, just uh, just real quick, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're willing to, to take these signs out and deliver them, you and Charles, and, and are working so hard, because that's the one thing. We might be outnumbered in Cuyahoga County in terms of Democrats to Republicans, but doggone it, there is no excuse whatsoever for us to be outworked. Outnumbered is one thing, outworked is another thing. In fact, we have to put in the extra work, and that's why I'm glad... I got the phone call I did in the first hour, which you obviously heard, um, yep. you know, saying, look, I want to help. I want signs and I want to know the, you know, the slate and I want to know who you're backing and I want to get out there and be a part of this. And he said he wasn't getting any return phone calls. So I was yeah. so glad to get that call from Doris from the Cuyahoga County GOP yep. saying, yeah, yeah, I heard Doris. Good job, there Doris. Are, yep. yeah, there are phone issues. There are some reasons why people might not be able to be reached, but. Um, the the fact of the matter is we have people like that and people like you who are willing and 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 uh, able to get out there and deliver and to work hard. We have to work hard if we want to win. And we I'm, have and to I outwork can, them, Bob. 
And I give you credit, too, not just, you know, you're, you're focusing on this, you know, Cuyahoga County races. You're talking about Ronan. You're talking about, uh, you know, doing work for, for Lee Weingarten. I completely concur. I had a really great interview with you with him about a week and a half ago, and I learned yes, a ton excellent. about Lee Weingarten. I hope yep. other people did, too, because um, he's a terrific, terrific guy. We've, we've got to have candidate. him to change this. We've got to get him to change. We, we need him in office to change this county, Bob. We, no we question. We need Weingarten. Yep. We we really do, and I I mean he to me no disrespect against anybody else who has run as a Republican for county executive in the past, but this is by far the best guy we've had. I think yeah, I think he's totally. the you know I think he's the most electable and has the best yep. chance. But Keith, just real super quick, you're not just worried about that. I mean, you've got your own race, like you said, you're running for state representative, <laughs> and I, nobody even talks about that part. You haven't mentioned that. How can people help you? Well, I I appreciate it, and you know, I, you know, my race, you know, I'm in a tough district, Bob. You know, 13 is Lakeland and Westbrook. It's a very blue district, and and but you know, I've got uh, a couple dozen people out there knocking on doors for me and and hanging door hangers, and we're putting signs out. And again, we we just have to we have to outwork them. And you know, this is where the Democrats beat us is they just they got all the precincts filled in, and they're getting signs out, and you know, so. Give We've your phone to. number again for me here, Keith, before we go. We're up against it. Give me your phone number so people yep. can help you oh. in your campaign, but also yep. for Thank all those other county Four, races. 440-320-6019. for state rep. Thanks, Bob. We'll get signs out to everybody. Thanks Thank you, so much. you, Keith. Appreciate you very much. That's Keith Davey running for state rep and also trying to help in Cuyahoga County. We'll be back after the news. This hour of Always Right Radio is brought to you by The Floor King and Keeping Medicare Simple. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. is Always Right Radio with Bob France on AM 1420, The Answer. Onward now into hour number three, nine minutes past 10 o'clock. Thank you so very much for being with us. I, I just, I can't, I can't let these things go. I know it's not Ohio. We're not voting. We're going to vote for J.D. Vance or, or Tim Ryan. And I've got a Tim Ryan story to share with you, too. We're not going to vote for the John Fetterman or Dr. Oz race in Pennsylvania. However, I had to post this because I have a lot of family in Pennsylvania. A lot of family. And I had to post this for family and friends in Pennsylvania and ask them, you're not really considering sending this Cro-Magnon man to the United States Senate, are you? And when you look at him, I mean, seriously, he looks straight up Neanderthal. And when you listen to him speak 
And I'm not even talking about the broken speech because of his stroke. I'm not talking about his train of mind, because Lord only knows where he's traveling on that train. I'm talking about when he's actually lucid and when he has made very clear his refusal to support locking up killers and his support for setting free killers. This one is a doozy, and it needs our attention. I'm happy that he's going to be going home to his family, and that even if you're not moved by, again, the morality of having these folks go back home, despite serving sentences that were in excess to what the crime was, um, from a financial burden, that, that's no longer on the state and the taxpayers. Right. If it's a little bit hard to hear because he's an idiot and he's standing like six feet away from the microphone, but you need to hear it. What John Fetterman, who is just emblematic of the soft on crime Democrat Party that we are trying so very hard to replace in power in the United States, um, uh, United States House and Senate, um, this guy said he's very happy to release. A first-degree murderer. Quote, I'm happy he's going to be going home to his family. And even if you're not moved by, again, the morality of having these folks go back home, despite serving sentences that were in excess to what the crime was, from a financial burden, that's no longer on the state or the taxpayers. Okay? So you're probably wondering, like I was when I heard this clip, You're probably wondering, well, who is the guy? What do you mean his sentence was in excess to what the crime was? What was the crime? Well, here's the crime. The crime was first-degree murder and stabbing somebody 26 times with garden shears. That's who this caveman is happy to send home. Now, I don't need to go into the details about everything about uh, John Fetterman, do I? You've seen, probably, if you're watching any of the you know the cable news programs that cover these races that are going to decide the leadership of the country, he is absolutely anti-prison. He said he wanted to empty at least one-third of the, of the prison population of Pennsylvania, including murderers, including violent criminals. He just does not believe in prison, essentially, at all. This is, and you're again, you're probably wondering, well, we can't vote against him. We can't vote for us. This is Pennsylvania. What do we care? You better care because there's a very good chance he's going to win. He's going to be in the United States Senate and he's going to be casting votes, soft on crime votes that are going to impact all of us, including here in the state of Ohio. So some of these races being outside of our purview, uh, you know, you might think they don't matter. They do. And especially when you consider the fact that this guy is, as I said, emblematic of or, you know, in lockstep with the left and it's and it's, you know, the Democrat Party's refusal to hold hold criminals accountable for their actions and actually cater to the victims. They do it the exact other way around. They cater to the criminals and they ignore the victims. One case in point was when he was then governor, uh, lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. He wanted to free a thug who hacked a man to death with garden shears and then later tried to hire a hitman to kill his accomplice in the garden shear murder. As reported by the Washington Free Beacon, the killer was Charles Zeke Goldblum, and he was convicted of first-degree murder in the 1976 killing of George Wilhelm as part of an insurance fraud cover-up. But he didn't just 
shoot him or something that was quick. He stabbed him 26 times, lured him to a parking garage, and stabbed him 26 times. While he was out on bail, which he probably shouldn't have gotten, he then tried to hire an undercover police officer to murder uh, his accomplice, Clarence Miller, who fingered him for the crime. So a brutal convicted murderer who killed somebody in a most horrific kind of a way should be set free, according to could-be, would-be Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman. John Fetterman, in this tight race with Dr. Oz, cheered Goldblum's release from prison last year. He said he was happy that this man was going to be going home to his family. His sentence, he said, far exceeded the crime for which he was convicted. He was convicted of first-degree murder and attempted first-degree murder with hiring a hitman for a second victim. Exactly how is the sentence excessive? Is the victim going to be rising out of the grave when this guy walks out of the prison? I don't think so. I think as long as the victim is is not set free from the prison that he is, has been locked into, in this case a coffin, then I don't think the individual is serving too much time if, they are, if they're there for the rest of their lives. But I, di- I digress. The point of the matter is the commutation was part of Fetterman's pledge to transform Pennsylvania's pardon process and free more prisoners. He said he pointed to his efforts to end life sentences for those involved in murders. In murders, on Planet Fetterman, luring a man to his death and stabbing him twenty-six times with a pair of garden shears falls into the not so bad category. Forty-nine out of fifty sitting Democrat senators voted in June. So what? Three months ago? Four months ago? In support of on-demand abortion until the moment of birth. Fetterman's let's let's not value human life fits right in with the current Democrat Senate. Human life doesn't matter if it is taken with sharp instruments, whether it be through abortion or whether it be through murdering with garden shears, it's not that bad. I mean, this is an astounding thing. So I, I posted this and I'll and I, on, online, you know, on my, my social, and I literally am asking Pennsylvania friends and family, of which I have a lot, are you really going to send this guy to the United States Senate? Aside from the barbaric, um, soft-on-crime, take-it-easy-on-killers, the-hell-with-victims mentality, you also have a guy here who did have a stroke and who literally cannot function, cannot think clearly, cannot... I mean, he literally stood up at a Philadelphia rally three days ago, four days ago, and said, the Eagles are better than the Eagles. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and that's not making fun of his infirmity. It is not making fun of his his stroke recovery. It is absolutely not about that. But the fact is, if you have had a stroke and your brain doesn't work as well and function properly, how can you be... Uh, qualified to sit in a position where it is a requirement. I'll put it another way. If I'm a basketball player and I'm the best basketball player, but I break my leg, I can't expect to be put into the starting lineup because even though I'm a great player, I I have an infirmity that's going to stop me from playing in the NBA Finals because I broke my leg. Well, John Fetterman suffered a broken brain, and I say that Loosely, obviously, not to poke fun at anything, but just say, you know, he had a stroke. 
He, had a, he has a mental impairment now that limits his ability to process thoughts, uh, make uh, uh, coherent statements, understand what's going on. How can somebody like that cast votes that are going to impact 330 million people as a member of the United States Senate? How can he serve his constituents? Aside from his, I don't want people to go to prison no matter what they do mentality, there is a mental block there. There is a, 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 a mental condition, if you will, um, that has made him completely unable to serve. And yet, the Democrats are rallying around him. I think that matters. They're also rallying around Tim Ryan, and I've got a Tim Ryan story for you, too. That'll be next. It's 1122. We'll open up the phone lines again, too, at 216-901-0945 as we continue on Always Right Radio, AM 1420, The Answer. All right, friends. Hey, Bob France here once again for Harry Buffalo in North Olmstead. Get yourself a great meal tonight. Don't cook. You know what? Extend the weekend a little bit. It's Monday. Yeah, let's make it an extension of the weekend. Uh, who wants to go back to cooking, slaving over the stove or firing up the grill? It's going to be too cool for that anyway. How about letting somebody cook for you, and how about enjoying the living daylights out of the food and the atmosphere? At Harry Buffalo. Great, great reason to go to dinner tonight at Harry Buffalo. It's the wing special. 75 cent traditional wings right now. You know, you can't get a dozen wings for less than 16 bucks pretty much anywhere, anytime, anymore. It's an extraordinary increase in price. Not just because of the rest of inflation, but specifically wings. There was a wing shortage. You can't do it. But now you can get a dozen of them for, I don't know, what is that, about 8 bucks, 9 bucks, 75 cents a piece. That's a phenomenal deal during happy hour. Go between 4 and 7, 75 cent traditional wings. And oh, by the way, $3 craft pints, domestic talls, well drinks, and house wines as well. Go out to eat tonight. Go out to eat for lunch today. Take the family out. Make it an extension of the weekend and choose a place you're going to enjoy. Check the menu out. It's at harrybuffalo.com. HarryBuffalo.com. Join the herd as a subscriber. Get a free appetizer. And then the latest buff news and specials sent right to you. So you'll always have a good time for lunch, for happy hour, for dinner, when you go to Harry Buffalo on Great Northern Boulevard in North And Odyssey. Enlightening the sleeping masses and stoking the fire of the American dream. Always Right Radio with Bob Prance on The Answer. 11.26 now, we continue on Always Right Radio, AM 1420, The Answer. Appreciate you being with us. We're going to go to the phones now. Rocky River is where we're hitting first, and that's Peter. Hey, Peter, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Bob. Uh, first of all, thank you for that sharing that letter from Larry Elder. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to apologize. Yeah, I want to apologize, like I said, though. It's bizarre. Larry posted that on his Facebook one hour ago. It was run on a on a newspaper website 10 hours ago at around midnight, uh, and and yet uh, Kirk passed away a couple of years ago, so I'm really confused about the timing of it. So uh, I still think it was a powerful letter, but I just, uh, I'm just not really certain what to make of the timing of it. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Larry Elder. He's almost a good radio host anymore. Uh, Larry's wow. phenomenal. Larry's one of a kind. I love him. Right, me too. So anyway, real quick, uh, yeah, you had that previous guy talking about you know getting workers out there with the yard signs. Uh, right. Where you really need where we really need help is poll workers, especially in Cuyahoga County. Uh, uh, Cuyahoga County, uh, you know, is super Democrat, 
Uh, but poll workers, like I'm a poll worker, I've been a poll worker for uh, 20 years, and as a Republican poll worker, they're desperate for us. Oh, because... that's you, Pete Jenick. I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Thank you. Peter Jenick, our friend, he's an author and he's a great guy. And yeah, you sent me a message uh, about your uh, work as a poll worker. I didn't recognize you until just now. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, I just wanted to follow up to that other guy just led right into it, you know. Guy that's running for state rep, he sounded really good too. And But, you know, I've been working at poll worker for 20 years, and the problem is, you know, I'm thinking, even on your last show, you were talking about how we need people to vote counters to make sure the vote is all right, but the best thing to be is a poll worker, and in Conoco County, they don't have enough. So I'm one of the few Republicans. They love me. They'll put me on, you know, they put me on the east side, the west side, anywhere. It's to make things even, you know what I mean? And you're right there, and you see how the, the how the ballots actually work, and that's really great because the ballots, uh, uh, you know, in Ohio, it's a pretty secure election. Actually, people don't realize it. Uh, the only, but the where they really need to help is. You need a Republican and a Democrat right there in a precinct, you know, right. uh, count the votes. You know, that's where. And that's, the, yeah, that's the key is that where the vote, where the votes are counted. I mean, obviously there's poll watchers who, you know, who, who make sure that there's nothing illegal going on as far as people, uh, you know, coaching uh, somebody else on, on how to vote and that sort of thing. There's all kinds of things as far as during the voting process, during the actual election hours. But you're right. It's about the, it's about the uh, uh, poll workers who, who are there when the counting is being done to make sure that some of the stuff we've seen in the past isn't replicated. We need more and more of those. Yeah, but it's really a good deal. You work one day. It's a long day. You have to do a little training. They pay you pretty good. Uh, but, you know, you really see how an election process works. That's why I did it 20 years ago. And I love it, you know. And, it's, you, know, and you really see you know, how America works and, you know, how people vote. And they come in and you talk to them a little bit and how they vote and you help them out. And it's a real good experience. But they don't have it, especially Cuyahoga County. You know, it's a one-party system in Cuyahoga County where I live. I'm, luckily, I live in Rocky Rivers. It's kind of Republican. It's a great suburb. But the most of the city, you know, the county is so, it's a one-party system. It's like, I tell people it's like the Soviet Union over here in Calgary County, you know. Everything's Democrats, you know, and yeah. you got to break that up a little bit. That's why it was so uh, nice to hear that other guy, the previous caller, talking yeah. about what he's trying to do. You know? Yeah, no, it, it is very important, and I'm glad you called. Uh, thank you very much, Pete, for, for sharing the experience there, because you're right. And I had a guest on last week who talked about this. In fact, it was the former uh, uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, uh, uh, when I spoke with uh, Ken Cuccinelli, and he was talking about the need for for uh, poll workers, not just volunteer watchers during the thing, but uh, but the actual uh, people who are trained like you are. So I'm glad you called. Thanks for the testimonial there, Pete Jetic. And uh, it's 11:30. We'll get our news. We'll come back. Always right radio, AM 1420, the answer. so much for the information gina God bless. thank you yeah so there it is you know as she said they have firsthand experience with it um fetterman will never be right he'll never be right enough to be able to serve in the united states senate and yet the democrats are trying to push a guy with a severe brain injury in, into the united states senate to make policy and to cast votes on policy that will impact all of our lives it's quite an astounding thing all right as we wrap it this morning a reminder 
Um, tickets are going very, very fast. Your ticket price is now covered for the Battleground Talkers Tour, but you have to claim it by registering at whkradio.com, whkradio.com, October 22nd, 19 days from now. We'll be at the IX Center. Tatum, Hewitt, Metaxas, Kersenau, and France. Get your tickets now. They're already paid for at whkradio.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 